Welcome to the Ditch the Suits podcast, where we get real about the stuff no one in the financial world wants you to know about. Learn how you can better manage your family's wealth while protecting it from financial exploitation and so-called financial advisors. Here's to your financial awakening. Welcome your hosts, Steve Campbell and Travis Moss. Well, welcome to another edition of Ditch the Suits podcast. Steve Campbell here with you. Hard to believe this is year number two. Travis and I wanted to park for one quick minute to look back on the year that it was. You know, we launched our podcast in January of 2021. We just set out with the idea of we wanted to have a different kind of conversation with listeners to empower them to go out and get more from their money in life. We didn't really know what to expect. Uh, In 2021, we released 24 episodes. Uh, We saw that our listenership was starting to go through the roof towards the end of the year. And so we just wanted to say thank you. Thank you to all of you that have been following, subscribing, leaving reviews. Uh, We read all of them and it means the world to us. Thank you to all of you that have reached out to us through this podcast and asked questions. Uh, We love becoming part of your story and helping to empower you on your road to financial freedom. And as we start this brand new year, we're starting a three-part mini-series today on big life decisions and personal relationships. You know, Travis and I always set out with some ideas for what's the next series, what do we want to look at? And when we put this one down on paper, we were really excited about it because we think a lot of you out there listening are thinking about making some big life changes in 2022. It's a new year, change is coming. You want 2022 to be different than last year. Maybe you're thinking about uh, changing jobs, and that can be scary, or you're thinking about relocating. It's both exciting and terrifying. Maybe you want to start a small business this year, or maybe there's some personal relationships that you know you need to address because there's been some unanswered conversations and unspoken things that have just been haven't been healthy or have led to uh, toxic relationships. We want to help you address these four areas and think about how to bring meaningful and lastful change to your life so that you can go out and live your best life, uh, be empowered to get more from your money in life. So today is going to be episode number one in this three-part mini-series. As always, if you are brand new to this channel, take a quick moment, subscribe, become a follower. This way you never miss an episode. When we launch a brand new episode, you'll be notified on whatever platform you listen to that there's a new episode out. And then if it means so much to you, we would love for you to go on and leave a review. Uh, You can follow us on our social media pages or on our website, which at the end of the episode, we'll leave that information for you. But again, Travis and and I are here to inspire you to really learn how to get more from your money in life. And we think this is going to be a great start to a brand new mini series about real life change and dealing with personal relationships. So enjoy. Well, welcome back to another edition of Ditch the Suits. Happy New Year. It is 2022. If you haven't been paying attention, Steve Campbell here with Travis Moss. Uh, This is very exciting for us. We launched this podcast in January of 2021, had a great first year, released 24 episodes. Our listenership has been growing because of you and for you. Uh, We have loved receiving the reviews. We have loved watching all of you that have been following and sharing with us what you think about the show. And here we are coming out in a brand new year, and we want to make sure we're having really meaningful conversations with you because it's your money and it's your life, and you only get one shot at this thing. So as we started thinking about how can we start this new year off right, we know that a lot of people start the new year wanting to make change in their life. We're going to focus more so on maybe there are things in your life, big decisions, relationships that you wish were different. 
Uh, you wish that you could just say something, but you don't know how to say it. Maybe you have uh, conversations that are left uh, unsaid that you know you want to do something to make it better, but you're just not sure how to do it. I think there's a lot of us that are in this boat. We wish that there was things that were different about our life, our job, maybe thinking about starting a small business or relocating. And there's a lot of big moving parts that we're trying to make sense of. So we want to tie it back to um, having a conversation around money and finance and why it's so difficult for us. So Travis, in your experience, why is change and, and making change so difficult when it comes to big life decisions or even dealing with personal relationships? Because it's easier to not address kind of the elephants in the room sometimes. That's true. Um, we both went through some big life changes this year. We both moved to Tennessee. And one of the things that I get most often from clients is, man, how'd you do it? Sure. And yeah, I'd love to do something like that. I just don't know how to do it. And it's at the end of, you know, I mean, there, there can be a long story about how we did it, you know, going through the whole process of finding a new house, buying a new house, moving, all that kind of stuff. Or you could just pretty much say, well, we got in a car and we drove to a new state and we got out of the car and we're now in a new state. <laughs> so the, the point there is, is I think that there's, um, we tend to make things seem more difficult or harder than they really are. And we tend to go to excuses on why we we can't do something that we really want to do or have a conversation that we really want to have. And aside from that example, most often with clients, a lot of the things that are going on with them, there's some kind of shadow in the back of it that's really um, being cast by something financially driven. Sure. And it can either, finances can be the excuse not to do something. Yep. Or they can maybe be motivating us to do something that we otherwise normally wouldn't. And when we don't really address what's holding us back from making decisions, when we, when we kind of pretend it's something different or willfully ignore something that's really causing us to have indecision, it actually, I think, creates a lot of pain. And, mm -hmm. and I think it basically, most people don't like to rock the boat. We like things pretty consistent. We like to feel good about stuff that's happening. And, and when you start to get into the unknown um, or things you can't control, it starts to get scary. That kind of manifests into kind of potentially painful environments and certainly stress and anxiety. And when you fast forward, though, one of the things that I've learned from working with people for you know a long time is that when you avoid making decisions or when you avoid... Uh, addressing relationships the way you probably need to, down the road, you kind of get saddled with the doubt or the regret um, that maybe you could have addressed much earlier and and been living free of those chains. You know, think of think of doubt and regret as like a, you know, each each one of your arms has a 50 pound weight tied to it. And yep. you can't get rid of it until you kind of figure out how to not use certain things as scapegoats and kind of really address what's holding you back from making certain decisions. Well, and I think a, a lot of times there's uh, maybe some underlying fears and, and we acknowledge that maybe there's three big fears that when you, maybe people don't know how to put it into words, but when you really break yeah. it down, you know, you might be talking about fear of judgment, uh, fear of loss, or just honestly getting it wrong. Or the third one, yep. fear of the unknown or just not being in control. So how have you seen this play out? How have you seen as people, these these maybe unspoken feelings that they have and, and why do they manifest themselves so easily in our lives? Well, I think that there are things that are confusing to us because we don't deal with them all the time. Sure. Or 
you know, it hasn't been a big part of our education upbringing or something like that. And speaking more from the direction of how finances come into play, I've talked with lots and lots of people who are fear of being judged because they have too much money or because people will perceive them as having money or their fear of being judged because they don't think they have enough. So some kind of fear of judgment, you know, and, and think about it. We're in a hyperactive social media slash internet phase where, you know, you turn on your cell phone, you look at your newsfeed and it starts, basically, it's just people bashing all over the place. Yep. So fear of judgment is a real thing we all kind of have to approach and understand, but also we have to have some kind of mechanism to put that in context because that itself is un- is unhealthy, right? If I'm just living, you and I were talking before this. When I grew up playing sports, my dad always said that you can't be afraid to lose, right? You don't right. you don't play to win by being afraid to lose. Right. And you never really understand that what that means, I think, until you get older and you look at it and say, you know, there's there's two very different behavior sets you, as far as the way you, you act about things if you're playing to win or if you're playing just not to lose. And I think often we get stuck in that mode of playing not to lose. We're so afraid of rocking the boat or maybe being bucked off that we're not doing the things that we need to do. Lots of people have fear of being wrong. I think about what it means to be wrong. It means that you have to be extremely strong in introspection and self-improvement. And that can be really scary for people. I mean, if you're, let's say that you really, really believe something. And so because you're, you have so much conviction, you have made statements and actions in your life that reinforce what you believe in to the point of forcing that upon others. And then you find out someplace that you're wrong. Oh my goodness. How do you fix that? Right. Uh, we all want to be right. We all want to be correct. We all want to help people. What happens when you find out you're not right and you're not helping people and, and you haven't been correct for a while? It, it crumbles the very foundation that you built your identity on. So there's this a lot of times just fear of being lost. It's really way blown out of proportion to, to really what it should be. When you throw money into these things, you know, when you make 10% on your investment account, that's very different than when you see your balance go down by 10%. Yeah. When you make it, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. I went from 100 to 110,000 or a million to a million one or something like that. But when you lose it, it hurts because you're sitting there going, okay, what do I have to check off my list now that I can't do because I don't have that money, right? It starts to hurt. You go over a million dollars in December because you had good investments. And then in January, it goes back down 10%. You're back under. You're no longer a millionaire anymore. So like mentally, we have these benchmarks. And when we're over them, we feel good. When we fall below them, it hurts. And none of it really means anything. It's just putting it in perspective. We get so stuck on the loss of control or not being in control. And that's human nature, right? Think about everything in society, every challenge that we have, we have to come up with an answer. If you're a parent, you know, your job is to fix things for your kids, explain the world to them. Yep. It's really hard just to say, I don't know. Yeah. It's really hard to say, I don't know, or I can't help you. So when you're in a situation and you're trying to make decisions about relationships, or when you're trying to make decisions about finances that impact relationships, or you're trying to make decisions about, you know, things like relocating or changing your job or something like that, and you don't know what the outcome might be, you don't know how it's going to feel, you don't know how people are going to judge you, you don't, you know, maybe you're going to miss out on something. Oh my gosh, you know, that now you're like just mashing together all these fears 
And we can just kind of get stuck in neutral to the point where we just don't make decisions. I'm just not going to do it. I'm whether or not I'm happy in life doesn't matter. At least I understand it and I'm going to keep marching straight forward. Well, I think this was such a great kickoff topic for this year because maybe you did look back on 2021 and said, uh, maybe I wish I would have done things differently. Or maybe you saw somebody else that did relocate and you thought, man, how did they do that? Right. You were inspired, but also slightly jealous because you wish you could have done it. Maybe your situation was very similar to them. But you have this underlying fear. And I think if we're all being honest as human beings, it's never, like you said, it's never felt easier to feel like you're being judged. Because at the end of the day, what you're really trying to do is either put yourself, your family, whoever's important to you, really in the best position possible, whatever that may be, financially in your life. And sometimes you can share things with uh, people close to you, friends, family, whoever that aren't a part of your life, but then they have a response that you weren't quite expecting. And that can all of a sudden start to shift like, oh gosh, everyone doesn't believe in what we believe or is questioning the way we're doing things. So that fear of judgment is very real because many times, like you said, you can kind of mash these three together where when you're forging a new path, especially when there's finances involved, you don't always have all the answers. Uh, you can lay out the best laid plan and then you get a curveball, right? These sports analogies, something happens that you didn't foresee. Something happens when you went to buy the house, you went to relocate, and it can make you even doubt, should we have done this? Because there's just certain things that you don't know. But I think as you and I were kind of preparing and talking about what does hold people back, you know, you have these underlying fears, which are very real, but you brought up something um, that typically I don't think most people would think about. And that's around this idea of uh, kind of recognizing uh, abuses, right? And so why don't you kind of shed some light on what you meant by that to help our listeners? Because it's a fascinating take on what might be holding us back. I think that we have to think about when we're using scapegoats for why we aren't doing something and realize that that is kind of like being in an abusive relationship. Hmm. And I'll set it up a little bit like this. Financials are normally the easiest scapegoat that we can use. We can say, I can't afford it because who's going to argue with you? Or you say, I'm going to afford it now and figure out how to pay for it later, right? We can, it's easy to blame it on the financials, whatever our issue is. If you're in an abusive or in an in a abusive relationship, or if you know anybody who's ever been in an abusive relationship, you look at it and you say, well, why are they still in it? And a lot of times what they're going to say is they believe things are going to change whether they can change it or the other person will change it. You know, it's just a rough patch, but it's going to change. Or they believe that they can't get anything better, right? If I leave this person, nobody else would want me, those types of things. Sometimes abuse is obvious. It's a black eye. And sometimes abuse is like a thousand cuts. So we are punishing ourselves a lot of times by not making certain decisions, not having conversations, not allowing us ourselves to take opportunities. And sometimes they're big ones. Sometimes it's, I got offered that dream job. I just couldn't make the jump because I didn't want to relocate because I couldn't imagine, you know, living 20 miles away from here or something like that. It can be something as, as it can be big and obvious, or it can be little, whereas it's, I've had uh, people that I've worked with that are perfectly fine financially. They're never really going to be in a situation of need or want, uh, but they can't bring themselves to buy a new iPhone or a new necklace or, or something that would just make them happy just having, because they're worried about, you know, I read online that you have to have X amount of money or whatnot. And so they're, they're depriving themselves. It's like, if, if you know that you need 
2000 calories a day and you purposely eat a thousand calories a day. So, so you think you're helping yourself, you're depriving your body maybe of nutrients. That's literally what they're doing a lot of times. And, and, and a lot of the decisions that we're going to talk about that you, you really get stuck on, you know, they're driven by those fears that we talked about. And a lot of it's subconscious. Sometimes it's conscious, but a lot of times it's subconscious and we just have to catch ourselves we don't realize, I mean, I've, I've worked with people in their, in their 90s that still talk about the dream vacation they want to go in and time has, you know, run short on them to go there. You don't, you, you just never know how much time you have, you know? Yeah. So if you avoid making decisions, you can't get back those years to build new relationships or um, enjoy a relationship because you had the important conversation that changed the way it, it was going and it, and it changed it for the better or to relocate and find a place where you feel like you fit in better, or maybe take a shot at that business you always wanted to start. You can't get that time back. Once it's gone, it's gone. Right. Well, I think we're, we're probably laying the groundwork for, we're not, we're not talking about, you know, you woke up one morning and had this drastic idea that you should do something different. You know, many times this is uh, people that have thought about something for a long time. Maybe they went out and yeah. done some research. They've done some due diligence. They've been pondering it but they're just at that point that even in the perfect situation in front of them, they just can't bring themselves around to doing it, right? So we wanna make sure that we're we're not just saying these are ideas that come and go, but maybe this is something, job change, relocation, uh, addressing a, a personal relationship that um, just isn't healthy. And you, you know you need to have a conversation, you don't know how to do it, so you just avoid it and hope that maybe the next holiday when you see each other, it'll just be different. And then you were you know, a little disappointed this last right. holiday that nothing's changed. And it's because you haven't done sometimes what is necessary. And I think it's really, you know, helpful for people to understand that if you have that core conviction to remind yourself why you're considering something. And if you've done your due diligence and you understand the money aspect, what is the quickest way that you can remove any outside influences? Because who are we really talking about and who's important? So I think of recognizing this idea of abuse, most people wouldn't think of it that way, but we all know that when you're thinking about doing something different than maybe is different than somebody else's story, you get a lot of opinions, you get a lot of a feedback. And even sometimes just, I think the way questions are asked, I think this is something that when we move, just speaking from personally, there's a big difference between somebody asking you as a follow-up question, so what are you guys thinking about doing versus like, where are you going? In like the tenor of the way that people can ask qualifying questions, which they have every right to do, can really affect your emotions, right? Because the way that somebody is trying to gain information to understand what you're doing, you're thinking about leaving your job, where are you going to go, right? Versus like, well, that's great. You want to start a business? Tell me more about it. You you all of a sudden right. can find that there are, there are definitely people in your corner uh, and you're trying to confide in them, but you know, I think bringing it back to this idea of why change is so difficult and giving people some maybe practical things that they can start to do to maybe make those changes, which can truthfully, just speaking from our own situation, can lead to some great decisions once you actually do it. But how do you get there? So uh, anything along these lines, Travis, that you just want to to bring full circle for this one? I, I think that you hit the nail on the head with the impulse thing where, where you want to, we're not really talking about impulse decision-making. Right. right. We're talking about these things that kind of nag at you. And that's the thousand cuts part, right? They're they're there and they're there for a long time. We're just not dealing with them. Mm -hmm. Whether we've been unhappy about something for a long time or uh, we felt like we needed help or 
more information to make a decision. And we, we tend not to go there. That's what we want to put in perspective for this. So not necessarily the impulse decisions, but the ones that we have pretty good conviction that it would be, let's say that you have somebody that uses you as an ATM. Every time they come around they're you're picking up the bill for something. And you're thinking, I love this person, but I hate this relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, I need to fix this. How long do you let that go? And how hard is it to break that? Where you're thinking about relocating and you're like, but the houses there are more expensive and I don't think I can afford that. But you haven't really tied it back to your net worth or how the taxes work or anything else. You're just kind of saying, I don't think I can afford that. And therefore, you're kind of whitewashing the idea itself and getting it out of your head. Those are the conversations that that we're talking about, or, or not the conversation, but the decisions we're talking about, the ones that kind of pick at you. You know they're real. It's a real thing that is important to you. Not just uh, like you said, I woke up today and I felt, you know, the impulse to do X, Y, Z. We, we're not necessarily talking about that. Yeah. And, and I think for us and where we want to go in uh, these next two conversations to really practically talk about how you can start to make decisions. And I think, you know, we laid a lot of the groundwork uh, in, in the last year of recording, trying to give you some practical insights for financial planning. And we can help you build really the the blueprints for how to make good financial decisions, but there's also just being a human and actually then making the decision. You can know all the numbers, you can know all the statistics, you can know all the scenarios, but you still then at the end of the day have to be willing to go, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take that leap. I'm going to take that jump. Because what you're talking about in these big decisions too is there's a calculation and there's risk involved. There's risk in staying and there's risk in doing something different. And if you're just been in this place where something has seemed off in whatever area of your life you're thinking of right now, as I'm speaking, there's something you're thinking about your job, where you live, a family relationship, whatever it may be. There's something that as we're talking, you're going, you know what? That's the thing. That's the thing I haven't been addressing. When you can begin to address those things, how it empowers you, right? Because that's the whole thing we're trying to get to. We're trying to give you real life ideas, practical things you can do to go out and live your best life. But if we don't first address that, it's been really tough the past few years. Uh, and there's been a lot of things been thrown at us and we're trying to make the best decisions to put ourselves, our family in the best positions possible. But sometimes there's some things that can get in the way, whether that's outside forces or just some stinking thinking that we have internally <laughs> that we need to rewire a little bit in order to make 2022 your best year yet to gain momentum. So we hope in these next few uh, conversations, we really inspire you to start to think about how maybe you can take ground and push the ball forward, because that's what everybody wants to do. How do I take one more step closer to what I picture in my mind when someone says, what what keeps you happy or, or what is it that you want to do out of life? So I think this is going to be a really good conversation these next few episodes. Well, thanks for listening. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to this entire episode. Uh, we hope that this information has inspired you and empowered you to go out and live your best life. But let's be honest, you might have a question or two about some of the things we talked about today. If this is you, Travis and I are here to help in any way that we can. You can reach out to us and follow us on social media on Facebook at CPG. You can send us an email, uh, info at cpg.com. Just let us know in the email. This is in regards to ditch the suits, a question or topic you might want us to cover. Or you can visit our website, which is seedpg.com. That's seedpg.com. Head up to that right corner, fill out that contact us button, and just let us know in the comments that this is in regards to Ditch the Suits. If you have a question, a series of questions, or anything we can do to help you on your journey to financial freedom, Travis and I are here to help. So again, it's your money and it's your life. You only get one shot at this thing. Our job is to make sure you get the most out of it. Thanks for being our guest. And until next time, have a great day. 
Thanks for listening. Ready to ditch the suits? Remember, it's your money and your life. For more information, visit seedpg.com. That's seedpg.com. If this podcast has impacted you, we ask that you subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. And be sure to share with a friend.